Welcome to Stage Business. This is your host Geetanjali Devaka. Online dance festivals have become a part of the art space. With the Margari festivities around the corner, rasikas across the globe gear up for a cultural season like none other. The most pertinent question, however, would be regarding the cost of the art. How many ardent fans of performing arts would be willing to pay a sum of money to enjoy a concert or a recital by their favorite dancer or musician? Have the trends changed over the past decade? Or will artists be forced to teach online to sustain themselves? In this episode of Stage Business, we speak with eminent Bharatnatyam dancer and actress Devaki Rajendran. Devaki explains why commitment to the art, the response from the audience, as well as financial stability for an artist are not interlinked. Devaki, thank you so much for joining us today. It's a real pleasure to have you with us. Could you take us through the journey of an artist at least in the past few months? The first thing is that there are no programs live. <laughs> live in another sense, yes. But the lack of having stages available is a big challenge. And to go and learn under a teacher, be with them for some time. I think that's a big handicap for someone who's learning dance as well. So basically, there is a lack of interaction between people in the field. We are not able to go watch programs. We are not able to take part in them. Even learning has become tough because it's all online and it's not that great. Also, now there are a lot of programs online, which is also a different thing to watch. Unlike the live performances that you see on stages, this is very different. You also come from a theater background, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes, I do. Yeah. So when we're talking about stage and performances going online, what is it that you think a stage offers that an online portal cannot offer? I think the response from the audience is the first thing that I can think of. The chance to talk to a person after that or talk to a person before that. The interaction that we have with a live breathing audience in front of us. That's one main thing I feel is missing. And as an audience, when we watch a program live, it's not the same. Basic aim is to create rasa. We are sitting in our space of comfort, putting a headphone and watching a program on my laptop or even my phone. So the intention of the art is completely drowned in the process. You can't actually have that enjoyment that you usually get when you are in a program with a live audience. Could you elaborate on the interaction side? Because you do have portals that allow the artists to interact with the viewers as well. Yes. So I've seen online platforms, for example, in Facebook or Instagram. You have comments from people while watching the program. Generally, they cut the comments during the live and then they turn it on afterwards. So there is an interaction from that side. But still, the energy, I think, is missing. It's still just me in front of the camera. It's still just me talking to a group of people sending me messages. So I think the humanness of the performance is gone. I'm not talking to a human being in front of me. I'm talking to their message. Or I'm looking at my face and performing. That is kind of tricky. I think it will become another process of learning also for a lot of people. In terms of sustaining yourself as an artist, how effective are these forums? 
i don't think they are very effective because see sustaining as an artist even otherwise is very tough i have to tell that because unless you hit the mark unless you're one of the best for upcoming artists it's very tough and when it comes to online performances it is even more challenging because now you don't need a space and you don't need orchestra you just have to dance to a recorded music and i don't places which provide the payment for the performance we obviously have to resort to taking classes online i've started taking classes online because i had to i didn't want to but i had to i didn't have another choice even as an actor when i go for shootings that also stopped then i had to resort to my capability of teaching dance to sustain myself and that has become one thing a lot of people are going on taking online classes a lot of people have started taking workshops very close friends of mine have begun to take online workshops because that's the only option they have at the moment and it's pretty sad and at least for us we can take dance classes online and we have dancers who perform to recorded music the sad part is about these people who sing or pakkamelam or the orchestra people who they don't have even that so i am thinking about what they will do so what about them is a big challenge so with yeah. online classes a lot of people say that even as dancers it's difficult for them to do justice to the whole system because you might not be able to correct the student as and when a mistake is committed so does that rapport between the teacher and student get affected in the process for me so far i've been taking classes for 2 months plus and i don't think that has been much of a problem because i'm taking it very slow for one i'm taking for beginners and uh, a little senior not major dancers so for beginners it's always good to go slow and even when we are taking classes for them personally you can't just rush them with the whole thing because they, it's the first time they're learning a style and it takes time for that to seep into their body so it takes some time i think that is okay then again like you mentioned there's a plus point in learning personally you get it directly from them it just happens you know you are in that room now there is a barrier of internet system and the laptop or the mobile phone you're using so if it's a mobile phone the screen is very small chances of you watching the teacher do something it's very small so if there is some nuance that you want to pick or something you want to show them it's very tough like a posture it takes a lot of effort to tell them how to properly sit in an aramandi because i'm a bharatanatyam dancer which rather can be saved in a regular class and as for me when the lockdown started my teacher started taking classes online so the problem is my space at home is not enough for the practice so i restrict my movement i don't do it completely and also if the internet is bad or if it crashes the class is affected so all this is a problem there is also plus point to this online classes a lot of people who are interested in learning and who never got a chance to learn dance are able to come and join classes one because the traveling time has been saved now they can just work at home finish their work join classes whenever it is convenient so maybe 6 to 7 or 7 to 8 so if there is a batch at that time with anybody they want to opt for they can join that batch and they can still do their job that is a good thing interaction wise it all depends on the teachers and the students because you have the phone you can keep in touch you can give that personal touch as much as possible you can make them forget that they are standing in front of a camera and doing it but of course there is time lag which is very irritating for a dancer because you strike one beat and they always stamp a little later so it you always feel that they are going off beat do you think dancers or let's say artists abroad are more open to the idea of a marriage between technology and art 
seems so because I think a lot of them have been doing it for a long time. And in India, you already have places to go to. And for people who have been learning from outside, I know a lot of them who come here one month of a year or a few weeks in a year and stay with their teacher and learn. Also for programs, they have to resort to recorded music. So they're already used to it. I think now people in India or people who have the possibility of going personally but can't due to the pandemic have sort of started rethinking of why not use technology because even plays for that matter are happening online. And another very important point I have to make is the chance of learning from people in different parts of the world. That is also there for people like me who have never thought that would be possible. This has become a bone for us in a sense because we are able to attend workshops by people in Bangalore, by people in London, dancers who I've always wanted to learn under and I could never go before because of a lot of problems. But now it's possible. Also, watch a lot of people from different parts of the world, interact with them, learn from them. So that's a very good thing. So going forward, what do you think artists could consider doing in order to sustain themselves in the long run? I think find out newer ways to collaborate. Now there are a lot of foundations which are helping online productions. There are recordings that are happening. So I think making up creative products available online is one thing. Considering collaborations with people from outside And also finding people who are ready to fund productions like that. There are a lot of places, I think, but it's hard to get there, get those contacts. But that is definitely there. Now, there are a lot of online programs happening, like festivals, theater, dance, music festivals. So it's becoming something like the usual festival season. But it's just that you have to choose your own place or choose another space for the performance and apply for programs, I think, because even now you need to give chances. You, every other job is happening. We need to make that choice also. Would productions now have to be restructured so that it can be easily adapted to an online platform? I think there are two options for that. One is rehearsing online. You can do the reading online, you can prepare online and then come together and do a production at one place. But also there are productions happening completely online, like the product is also recorded and put up. You practice, you tell them what you want, the different people from the different artistic fields, you tell them what they want, what you want from them and you make them do their part. You combine it with yours and then you put up the end product outside. These are the two options I have seen and I think they're good. This is also what happens otherwise. But now we are even recording it online. Would you believe in the use of a model which allows people to view a performance live as well as online? I think, yes, we have a group of people who work in Trivandrum, an organization. And we were actually planning to do that. I think that will be the new normal because now people know that it's okay to watch something online. Why not use that also? It will also reach a lot more people. But are there fears with regards to how many people would consider say, paying for such a performance? I was just thinking of that. I know there are theater performances that happen with tickets. Very few dance productions or performances go with tickets. Even otherwise, we are not sure if people would come and watch a dance performance if they have a ticket. I don't know if it'll change 
especially in Trivandrum from where I am, it's very sad. You have a lot of programs otherwise. You can just go and watch them. But when you put a ticket to them, even theater performances for that matter here, it's very rare that people choose to go for a ticketed show. They would say, why go for it? We already have something that's not ticketed. So why do we have to pay them maybe 100 rupees? This question is applicable for a normal, regular performance as well. The question is larger than just online performances. It's a matter of asking it in general. Will people pay for performances to come and watch art? Like they go and watch movies. But has the scenario become better over the years? It is getting better. Now there are at least a few shows that happen at certain places where people come because one ticket is very cheap. Second thing is that there is an awareness being created among people that artists cannot just live just like that. They need financial support. They need the correct economic backing, even for their art to flourish. So it is changing slowly. It is taking a lot of time. But I think a lot of us are thinking of putting up shows which are ticketed. A lot of youngsters are. So slowly it will change. And uh, nowadays, a lot of people are taking up art as a full-time job rather than making it an option. We will insist that we need to be paid. We will insist that we need to have tickets for the shows so that at least one part of it comes to everyone who has put in an effort for this. So this in a way ensures a greater degree of commitment and which invariably leads to a lot more encouragement from an audience is what you're saying. My personal opinion is that you can't compare audience's response to the input you give for your art because these are two different things. The amount of time I spend for my dance need not always catch the eye of the audience. They just see the end product. I think it will improve me as an artist or improve the person as an artist. Now, if the audience would respect that or accept it or appreciate it, it's completely up to the audience. You give what you have, they take it, they don't. You just keep trying. You keep telling your story again and again and see if they understand what you have to say. That was eminent Bharatnatyam dancer and actress Devaki Rajendran sharing her thoughts on performing for a crowd in the online space. Stay tuned for more interesting interviews only on Stage Business. To follow us on our Spotify channel, Business Line Podcasts. You may also follow us on Google Podcasts and our website www.thehindubusinessline.com. Until next time, this is Gitanjali Devaka saying adieu, adieu to you and you.